Okay, everybody, this is Sports Inquirer, and we're joined by Georgia Tech volleyball player Nicole Drunick. Uh, Nicole, thanks for joining us. First time this season we've been able to catch up. Uh, overall impressions of how the season's been going so far for you and the Yellow Jackets as you get through ACC play? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so I think that this season has really just showed a lot about our team. Um, in the beginning of the season, we had this come up with a key phrase or a word that we were going to take with us throughout the season. And um, we decided to go with Ubuntu, which um, it means like together we play with each other for each other. Um, and you can definitely see how that is coming to play this season. We've had a lot of co tough competition um, preseason, especially in conference, um, going into these next few games. And we've shown a lot of resilience and I know that we are really excited and ready for the next few matches and tournament play. So I think it's been going really good for us and our team. And you just came off of the team splitting your matches at, in the state of Florida, a loss to uh, Miami, but then won a five-set thriller at Florida State. Uh, what did you take away from those matches uh, as a team and facing that competition uh, on the road? Definitely. So um, they were both great teams. They put up a lot of competition, um, challenged us in a lot of new ways. Um, yeah, sadly, we lost to Miami on Friday, but I think that was a really good learning lesson for us to figure out, like, yeah, some things don't work for us when this is going on. So how can we learn from this? Like, how can we move on and get better from it? So Again, FSU, they took the first two sets off of us. And, you know, I think especially in the third set, we huddled up and we said, let's go out there. Let's play like we have nothing to lose. Let's play with each other. Um, and it was just the fire behind our eyes that we were like, we're going to win this. We're going to pull through. Um, it showed a lot about resilience. And I think it also showed, um, yeah, like the love for the game, those competitive moments I think are the most fun. The high pressure moments are the ones where you really get to see how much your training um, has been worth it and how your team can pull through and trust each other to win it in the end. So I think that was uh, it, this past weekend taught us a lot about what this team can do. And we spoke with Coach Collier uh, earlier this week. An interview will be up on the site uh, very soon by the time you're watching or listening to us. As she mentioned, you lost five consecutive sets. You lost three sets in a row at Miami, lost the first two at Florida State. As she said, you kind of had to wake you up, wake the team up a little bit and just kind of play loose in, in a different way. Definitely. Is that something that was it for more the coaches or the players? You say you huddled up as a unit. Uh, just what was that turn uh, for the team? being down two sets to, to nil at Florida State to just turn around and get that victory. Definitely. Um, yeah, in that huddle before the third set, <clears throat> and especially in the fifth set, um, the fifth set was crucial. This was the first, the first fifth set that we played all season. It was definitely the look in each other's eyes, our team just saying, yeah, trust your training, go out there. Like we said earlier in the season, we're going to play together. So let's go back to the basics, focus on what we know to do. Um, 
and yeah, I think that that was the major turnaround. It was just definitely something sparked in us in our energy, our demeanor. Um, and it was just like the fire, like the desire to go out there and play and handle those situations with a, a champion mindset of these are the moments that we should be looking for. We want to be challenged. We want to have good competitive matches so we know who we are and that we, we can show that we're prepared for the future matches that are coming our way. Yeah, and has approach been different this year? We'll get to you individually, but have you felt that attention more as a unit? The past few years, team has achieved some some success, but then after last year, you know, being nationally ranked, reaching the elite eight of the NCAA tournament, have you noticed more attention? Just teams really not more motivated, but just extra focus in your matches when they're facing the Yellow Jackets. Definitely, um, that's also something that we talked about before season started. Um, that we're gonna have a target on our backs. Teams are gonna come after us with desire to win. I mean. Any team going up against a ranked top 10 team is going to be like, let's go, let's win, let's beat them, you know? So um, I think that was just an opportunity this season for us to embrace it and take it as an advantage. Like, we put ourselves in this situation. We worked hard for it. We deserve this. And, yeah, we're going to want tough competition. Uh, those are those are the fun games. Um so definitely we have seen a lot more fire in the teams that we play than I think we've seen in the past few years. And how about you individually? You went from playing only one set last season to 17 matches uh, this year. What about you personally being able to be back out on the court and uh, contribute to the team? How's yeah, that been for you? Um, so last year it was definitely um, – struggle I had a few injuries that kept me off the court that was tough especially with my desire to make an impact on the team um but throughout especially with the work of our trainer Carla strength coach Scott they really helped me um get through it and I was able to work on a lot of things mentally physically um and just like faith that God had a bigger purpose for me in that situation and yeah, a lot of the hard work that I've put in, I can definitely see it coming in now. Um, I definitely feel like I'm able to flow, just kind of get back into the style of volleyball that I love playing. Um, yeah, and it's just been really exciting to see the things that have been going on. Um, and this past year, I actually... Um, lost a very close friend of mine. He, um, we've known each other since we were two. His family and I were very, very close. Um, yeah, he passed away in a car accident. He was a meteorologist for, um, a Pew studying meteorology with OU. His name was Nick Nair. And, um, yeah, I think he left this kind of quote with us to never stop chasing just as he chased storms. And he was a very big dreamer. I think that really stuck with me, even in the the hard parts and the trials and the challenges. It's just like never stop chasing. And that's something that I've been definitely um, holding on to and keeping with me. And it's something that motivates me each and every day. So it's been exciting to see the journey that I've 
been on the past the past year. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad. Thank you for bringing that up. I through my research, I did see that uh, that situation, and and condolences to you and your friends and family for that. Uh, it looks like you've been able to turn that around. I saw a link to a, a foundation and charity yeah. towards that. If you want to elaborate yeah. on that, please do. And as far as how you've been uh, able to kind of make that situation and, and try to turn it to a positive. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm so glad that you bring that up because um, there's so many happy memories that come with my good friend, Nick, and his family. Um, we were very devastated by his loss. And that's something that is going to be with us for the rest of our lives. Um, but just the way that he was and the way that he lived his life with so much love and light and loyalty. Um, he's a big dreamer. It's it's amazing to see his family, how strong they are, and the fact that they are contributing. They're, they're making sure that his memory, um, and he can still touch people's lives with this foundation. Um, the foundation is that they are giving three OU meteorology students um, scholarships, and they are also doing something in regards to our old high school, Hebron High School. But yeah, the charity's up there for Nick, um, just talking about his life and the impact that they've that he's had on people. And it's so beautiful to see that he is still able to make this impact through his family and remembering him and in creating this foundation. And I think you have a link on your social media platforms to get more information about that. Yeah. Uh, but also, yeah, absolutely. And then also with being reflections. Uh, senior day is coming up this weekend against Louisville. Uh, I know you started your career at Nebraska, but you've, you've transitioned yeah. into the, the Yellow Jackets. Have you had time to look back at your tenure so far uh, with Georgia Tech and uh, your times here? And uh, what's been some highlights for you uh, just so far? Yeah, definitely. It's been an amazing journey. Um, yeah, it's crazy to think how much time flies. I know that seniors or people older than me when I was younger have always been like, oh, enjoy every minute of it. Time is going to fly and it's going to be your senior night before you know it. And I'm like, okay, you're just saying that because you're a senior. But now that I'm in that situation, I'm looking at all the freshmen and the sophomores and I'm like, seriously, like time flies. So taking every moment, moment opportunity. Um, and yeah, I think I can look back with a lot of fondness and to just see the full journey and the process of what it was of there were some challenges. Um, there were a lot of great things, but that's all made me into the person that I am today, the player that I am today. And there's so many memories um, and moments that I know um, are life lessons that I'm going to be able to take with me throughout the rest of my life. But definitely, I think a lot about this has kind of showed more and more my love for volleyball and my desire to continue to help younger athletes. Um, my parents actually have a club volleyball um, team in Dallas, Texas, so they work a lot with younger athletes. Um, and for our Clemson match, one of our announcers was Courtney Thompson, who was a former U.S. national team setter, and I got the chance to talk to her about what it is being a setter and all her uh, awesome successes and her life journey. And now she's actually doing a mentorship program, um, helping people. And I think that that's something that I'm like, wow, like I'd love to be able to take my experiences um, 
and help athletes in the future with how to navigate um how do you navigate life how do you navigate sport how do you navigate school relationships like the losses that come with life um and yeah I think that all of those moments like I said have shaped me into who I am today and just showed me what I desire for the future um what I know that I can do to help others and where I see myself at yeah, I mean, you have an interesting background as well doing the research. Uh, both your parents were born in Brazil, we were, and but you were in the United States, and then you played a Brazilian national team as a youth. Yeah. I didn't realize Julia Bergman was one of your teammates. Well, how did that relationship yeah. develop? Was that a factor for you in coming to Georgia Tech? Definitely. Um, so I think it's just a beautiful friendship that we've had and fostered the past few years. Um, you know, when I showed up to Brazil and I got to playing with the Brazilian national team, um, I speak Portuguese. I have all my families in Brazil, so that wasn't a big factor. But to go there and see another athlete who was interested in playing D1 college sports, who was pursuing academics and school like uh, and volleyball, that was something that we instantly bonded over. Um, she spoke English really well. It's improved, especially now since being here. But yeah, we just got that bond and playing together, traveling together. Um, we grew really close. And then back in 2019, she was traveling with VNL and they were playing in Lincoln, Nebraska, which is where I was at. So I got to see her a year after we'd been departed from Brazil. Um, and that was really good. Just that memory and moments that we got to share. And uh, when I was transferring I was talking to Michelle um and when it was official I call up Julia because she was kind of helping me through it and I'm like Julia guess what mm -hmm. and she's like what I'm like we're gonna be teammates and it was just like pure joy and excitement that not only were we gonna be able to play together again um that we would be in the same place together, um, having even more moments. And just to see that full circle was something amazing. I, I really, truly love Julia. And it's it's amazing to see everything that she's doing. And I'm glad that I can call her a close friend of mine. Yeah, and she's turned into one of the, the best players in the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about the international influence of the team? You have Brazilian roots and obviously uh, Coach Kaye. You have an Argentinian. Uh, mm -hmm. You have just two from all around the world. What's that like for you and your teammates having such a different blend of players yeah. on one roster? Um, I think the diversity is something that we really pride ourselves on um, because we get to experience all sorts of uh, styles of play and kind of integrate that into our team and I think that's a key factor for our success is just um, the different styles that we're able to bring in um, different personalities different cultures it all makes the team stronger and we all make each other better because of it and I know I'm kind of I know I'm not necessarily international but I do fit in the crowd because I speak Portuguese with Julia Paola and, you know, we have Tam from New Zealand, Tally from Israel. Um, so I think that it's a very close knit of girls. And that's kind of our like family away from family. So we are definitely very close because of that.
Yeah. And just being in Atlanta is just a microcosm of that. And uh, now you have you have senior day, but you're facing Louisville. We'll get back to on the court, a team that's t- also ranked in the top 10. You lost them earlier in the season at Louisville, but you're getting them back home. Uh, how have preparations been going for facing the Cardinals and uh, trying to avenge that loss from earlier in the season? Yeah, so we are practicing very hard for it. This week, we're kind of challenging ourselves to get out of our comfort zone, trying a few new things. Um, but we're definitely excited because, uh, you know, last year in the tournament, that was our last match. We took a set off of them. Um, this year, again, we took a set off of them. But in the past match, being able to see that first set where we won, um, the energy that we had. That. Oops, you... Sorry. My you're, okay. you're okay. No, you're good. <laughs> the energy that we had and how everyone was truly playing together. That's something that, especially with this past weekend, the momentum that we have going into this match, playing at home in front of O'Keefe, in front of the fans, with our band, senior night, like we're super riled up and excited for it. And I think it's a great opportunity and we're going to really be able to go out there and um, show what Georgia Tech volleyball is all about. Yeah, and I'll ask you also, you got to play McCamish earlier in the season. What was that like for you and the team to be in that? I mean, O'Keefe's obviously a great home court advantage, but what was that experience like for you playing at McCamish in that big arena and having that opportunity and being on ESPN on top of that? Yeah, McCamish was an awesome, awesome experience. I think definitely one that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. Um, And yeah, just being able to see um, the amount of fans that we got in there. I think it was, uh, we got a record of the -hmm. amount of fans that showed up for a game um, against a really good, uh, fundamentally sound team, Pitt, a good competitor of ours. Um, The way that we were playing, the energy, it was just amazing to be in that situation. And I hope that in the future, we have a few more opportunities to play in McCamish or um, have some home matches where we get that bigger audience or get that screen time because it was it was awesome. And the fans showed up for us. And I know that with the way we're going, they're going to continue doing that. I say you keep winning and you can have some more opportunities to play in that yes. arena. But, but Nicole, for thanks for your sure. time. Greatly appreciate your openness yeah. and talking with us about your activities on and off of the court. Hopefully we can catch up maybe by the end of the season when it gets to tournament time. Yeah, I would love that. Thank you again so much for your time. I appreciate it and hope you have a great rest of your week. Yeah, you too.